This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig is the perfect start to set any holiday vibe. The Home Bar makes over 30 cocktails, brews, ciders, and more, all at the push of a button. From cosmopolitans to old fashions, each pod contains real ingredients and premium spirits. Insert the pod and let the Home Bar do the work. Go to drinkworks.com to order your Home Bar and see all available drinks. Drinkworks. Press play. Keurig is a registered trademark of Keurig Green Mountain, Inc., used under license. Please enjoy responsibly. This holiday season, it's all about the bedroom. And Casper's Black Friday sale has up to 30% off everything you need to make your bedroom your happy place. Only Casper mattresses are made with 86 supportive gel pods to align your spine and eliminate aches and pains. And Casper bed frames are made from the highest quality materials. Give the gift of a better bedroom. Save up to 30% during Casper's Black Friday sale on now at Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com slash terms for more details. Here's the scenario. You're injured in a collision and your insurance company is denying your claim. It happens far too often. If it happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. My team and I work for people just like you. We don't accept cases on behalf of insurance companies, so you and your family can make sure that you're in good hands. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. One fifteen to one oh nine, a nine game win streak, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, who should feel pretty good about the effort they gave tonight, fall to the Toronto Raptors. I'm Samson Folk, host of the Raptors Reaction Podcast, and that is where you are joining me. So let's get into the game. And a game that, as I said before, the Cavs should be proud of how they played. They played the Raptors pretty even most of the game. The plucky upstarts from Cleveland did a pretty good job of getting to the rim. Also, Kevin Love. He, he played a big part for the Cavs in this one, doing a great job of passing or of the attention he got in the post. And the Raptors may have been in trouble if it wasn't for the, the wonderful contributions of Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, and Serge Ibaka. Also, Norm Powell, who we all know Norm Powell has been on fire for however long. He's been one of the best bench players in the league for some time now. He's, he, his contributions have been so great. He's been playing so well that he has entered the stratosphere of production like a Lou Williams or a Montrez Harrell. And that's that's not to say that he's doing the same types of plays, like they'll run a hammer play for Norm, they'll run horns, they'll run pin downs and stuff for him. And he's great at that, and he's doing a fantastic job, but it's not the same type of offense as we see from uh, maybe a Lou Williams or something like that. But the the efficiency, the production is, is insane, I believe, up until a couple of days ago. Norm Powell was maybe top 10 in true shooting in the league as a bench guard who shoots a lot of threes. And that's, I can't even, I can hardly explain how incredible that is. But he had a big part to play in this game. Fred Van Vliet as well, playing okay defense, spraying the ball around. But 
lackadaisical defense from the Raptors to start things out. The Cavs getting into their sets pretty easily. They're very dependent on the pick and roll for their offense. They, they're a drive and kick team. And if they're not doing that, it means that they're going through Kevin Love in the post. And while they're driving and kicking, they need everybody to get on the glass. I mean, Colin Sexton, who ended up with four tip-ins in this game, maybe three. Lewis Satzman would know. He, uh, he keeps track of that. And we're all familiar with the style of Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love as, as far as it's pertaining to getting on the offensive glass. And so the Cavs, that was the strength of their offense from the start of the game until the finish we saw early on. Darius Garland, Colin Sixon doing their best to get downhill, causing a bit of disruption. If they could get Serge Ibaka to step out from his drop position, that meant that there was a lane or a gap for Tristan Thompson or Kevin Love to shoot to become dangerous on the offensive glass. That's something we saw early on. Tristan Thompson getting on the offensive glass, creating extra possessions for the Cavaliers, and that was important for them. That was how they scored a lot of points. But outside of that, rotating the defense, a defense where the rotations for the Raptors, their recovery was not that impressive in this game. And that's not to to mitigate and to devalue what the Cavs did and listening to the Cavs broadcast, they were very proud of how their team played tonight. And I think they should be. That is one of the better games I've seen the Cavs. That's one of their better performances of the year. They seem pretty happy with themselves, even though they didn't come away with the win. And they, they plucky upstart was definitely a way to describe that team. And that grinded out style got them, got them close to tied at halftime. And they did a pretty good job of keeping pace with the Raptors in the first half and throughout the game, actually, the Raptors turning to Serge Ibaka either on the dive or on the short roll for a lot of their points. And Pascal Siakam, not so much in the second half, a lot late in the game, but not that much successfully. But in the first half, especially, really making the Cavs pay for their lack of a player who can ideally match up with him. And the Cavs paying the price because Siakam was patient and was aggressive and was making the right reads, making really great passes out of those post-ups, and not taking that many jump shots. We didn't see that much from Pascal in this game. It was mostly headed towards the rim, which is good. It's nice to see that, especially when he has an advantage like he did in this game. And he stepped out really, really well in that first half. He caused a lot of disruption, and that was the Raptors are relying on that. Like I said, Serge Ibaka, and of course the the grift of Kyle Lowry doing a great job of drawing fouls, causing a lot of disruption, getting into the teeth of the Cavs' defense. I'm not sure how many fouls he drew in this game. He shot, I think, six free throws. But as far as fouls drawn, I think it would probably be closer to between eight and ten. It was every time he put the ball on the floor, he was putting one of Darius Garland or Colin Sexton in an awkward position. And if he didn't get fouled by them, if there's a switch or something, the big man was at his whim. It's just get them leaning the wrong way one time, Kevin Porter Jr. as well. Basically, every Cavs defender was having a tough time staying in front of the ever-shifty Kyle Lowry. Lowry may be different than a lot of players. A lot of players see that they've got a player leaning. They want to snap it back the other way and beat them to the punch, to the rim. Lowry sees a player leaning and just bulldozes into them. And that means he's either going to beat them going to the rim strong side through the contact, hopefully an end one, or he'll just create a bit of chaos, draw a foul, try and get the shot up. But that is that is a large part of Lowry's game. He That was on display in the first half. And in the second half, even more so, except 
with a bit more polish. I think he rattled off 14 points in the third quarter. He did a fantastic job of getting the Raptors away from the Cavs after the Cavs had hung on in that first half. Did a pretty good job of getting after the Raptors, sustaining that energy defensively. Definitely more energetic than the Raptors, their counterparts in this game. And still being tireless, trying to get the the drive and kick situation going because that can be a really tiring offense to run because you have to get into the middle of the paint every time, then pass it around, then swing pass, swing pass, and relocate. It's not always the easiest to maintain that for a full game. Some guys really like to slow it down and just kind of walk the pick and roll into some places and they'll run it slower and that we saw that every once in a while go down to Kevin Love in the post his passing out of there was great his scoring out of there a little bit it's not it's not exactly prime Kevin Love in the post but he did a fantastic job spacing out in this game him and Chetty Osman specifically I thought were were pretty good from downtown I know Chetty was only two of seven but the Raptors they respected his spacing I think And while the Cavs are doing all that, Lowry in that third quarter, really pushing the Raptors ahead, looking to push in transition anytime he can, looking to get out, and drew a lot of fouls, always putting the the Cavs on their back foot, and really put the Raptors in a situation where it looked like we were going to get garbage time. And I I can't remember what the run was. It was, I think, an 11-0 run to end the third quarter. Lowry, huge part of that. But the Cavs, I believe, had an 8-0 run to start the fourth quarter. So they really brought it back, and it was that willingness to run at the rim. Colin Sexton had two backcourt steals, I think. Oh, sorry, one backcourt steal, one running back. But disrupting the Raptors' offense, causing turnovers, getting going the other way. Sexton had a pretty good game finishing at the rim. That's something he's gotten much better at as of late. And, you know, he's gotten stronger. He's gotten adjusted to the pace of the of the NBA. So he's much better on the take. His energy, infectious, and the Raptors seemingly couldn't handle it for a, a moment in time because they they almost brought the game all the way back, but the Raptors, they had to buckle down. We saw big shots from Serge Ibaka. We saw big shots from Kyle Lowry. Norm Powell as well playing a big part in the, the finish of the game, getting a steal and a dunk and a three-pointer before that. To help the Raptors pull away from when it was 102 to 101 after Ray Nance. A really creative pass from Darius Garland. This hook pass. No look. He was looking and he completely sent Patrick McCaw the other way. Larry Nance looked like he was going to do the honey dip Vince Carter dunk. He got so high. He dunked all over everybody. Got an end one. But came down the other way. The Raptors started hitting back. And were able to secure the game. But really, really great contest from from the Cavs I thought that their their defense looked a lot better than it has in other times that the Raptors played them even with a guy like Kevin Love in the middle of their defense at times who has little to no interest in defending the Cavs do a pretty good job of rotating around him making up for his lack of I guess energy or lack of (laughs) resolve on that end but impressive game from the Cavs there's a lot of things that the Raptors could do better they definitely we saw them get to a point where they started to care more on the defensive end in spurts. But overall, in this game, I thought it was a pretty poor defensive performance and not one that would get them anywhere against really good teams. And maybe they're just reeling from having Marcus Hall back and that changes how they play, maybe defensively a little bit. But Serge Ibaka did a hell of a job in this game. I thought you know, he did definitely maybe some overzealous contests on the defensive end 
which made him susceptible to the offensive rebounds on the back end. He wasn't super good on the defensive glass. He's never been super incredible on the defensive glass. But on the offensive end, Serge Ibaka really floating the Raptors for long stretches, being such a consistent performer on that end and helping the Raptors get through some dry stretches, hitting big shots at the end of the game, hitting big shots throughout the whole game, and just being a quality release valve on the short roll or going all the way to the rim for the Raptors, as we've seen him be for, I think, a full two years now. He's been performing just a really great professional job as a a guy who can come in and score, play a little help side defense, stretch the floor every once in a while. He's 3-3 from downtown tonight. And the Raptors, they need that, especially with Gasol out. So, And Chris Boucher, to his credit, I thought he had a great game. He did a pretty good job of running the floor with the Raptors. Um, delayed slips every once in a while because he does like to slip the screen really early offensively. Sometimes he was delaying that, giving giving a bit more room and space to the ball handler now. So seeing him grow his acumen as a screener in the pick and roll, that's pretty cool. You like to see that. But outside of that, the Raptors, a ho-hum game, a big game for Cleveland in which they they looked fun. Cleveland didn't look like a depressing team which they did, I think, in recent games against the Raptors. But in this one, they looked like a fun young team. And I think Zarrar said on the Raptors Republic chat that they reminded him of a younger Raptors team. And I I think I said that uh, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton had big Jared Jack energy. And then we also got Jared Bayless as a comment, Juan Dixon as a comment, whatever. Maybe they're a, uh, a Rorschach test, right? is that Darius Garland and Colin Sexton are a Rorschach test. Whatever you see says something about you. So I saw Jared Jack. Nick Tutsell, he saw Jared Bayless. Sahal Abdi, he saw Juan Dixon. And yeah, what does that say about each of us? Who Who's to say? Who knows, really? But the Raptors, you know, they pulled this one out, and it was a, a decent game. You've got to win these games. They moved to nine games in a row. Not a huge win, not a big win by any means, but nine nine games in a row is a big deal no matter what. They keep stepping closer and closer to that for sure. Second seed, Nick Nurse coaching the All-Star game, trying to stay out of Milwaukee's bracket in the playoffs, trying to remain healthy going into that. All these things, super important. The Raptors need to maintain and win these games, and they do. They're a professional team. Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka. They weren't going to let the Raptors lose this one. And I thought that they handled it like professionals. And they they beat a team that they were supposed to beat. The Reggie Evans Award, however, I've waxed poetic a little bit about Serge Ibaka and how good he's been, how good he was in this game. And I I know I said he wasn't great on the defensive boards, which maybe is the antithesis of Reggie Evans, who worked tirelessly regardless of which end of basketball he was on. But I think that Serge Ibaka... His effort, whether it was on the offensive end or the defensive end, I think warrants the Reggie Evans Award for him. And I was really happy with his performance. The Raptors, they don't win this game without him coming out and performing the way he did. So I'm happy to hand him the Reggie Evans Award. I know it it would be easy to give it to Kyle Lowry every night. And, you know, sometimes I wish I could. But that's, you know, that's the way the, uh, the cookie crumbles. But the top quick reaction comment from meh, says, yay, Norm, please no more macaw. Yeah, that is remarkably close to a haiku, I think, and an apt one. I I am not on the macaw bandwagon. 
I'm very much on the Norm bandwagon. If you guys haven't read my feature on Norm Powell, I think it was the best thing that's been written about Norm Powell's offense yet this this season by anybody. I haven't seen anybody else do something that explains his success better than how I did it. So if you want to just Google Samson Folk Norm Powell, you'll probably see my piece from last year explaining his footwork in the middle when he's headed downhill and then probably this piece from this year explaining how he's been so much better coming off of screens attacking downhill getting to the rim and using his three-point shot to manipulate the rest of his game so if you want to read that feel free to as well but meh yes yay norm please no more macaw i will echo that sentiment as well however comma This is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. At the Home Depot, we improve things. This holiday season, we've improved Black Friday. Instead of one day of crazy, we've lowered prices now and they'll stay low all season. From decorations to dishwashers, wreaths to ratchet sets. So sleep in. You're not going to miss Black Friday. Not one little bit. Black Friday improved. The best prices of the year already here at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. U.S. only Wasp buys last. See store for details. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee. Ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply.